Hey guys, I'm Chantel. And I'm Chris. And this is Forgotten Fridays. Hey, Forgotten Fridays listeners, and welcome back. Chris, how's it going? Um, it's going, the going is good. How's the going with you, Shan? It's good, and I'm super excited to tell you this case today, Chris. It's gotten quite a bit of attention due to how weird and unbelievable it is. At the same time, it really hasn't gotten as much attention as it should have since it is so weird and mysterious. Today we are leaving Texas and covering a case in Georgia. This is the case of Kendrick Johnson, also known as KJ. So Chris, have you heard about this case any? I actually um, haven't. Earlier when I was listening to you and mom talk about it, that was the first time I had heard of it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm sure none of this will come as any shock to you, but Valdosta, Valdosta, yeah, I think that's how you say it. Valdosta, Georgia is known for being racist. I mean, does that shock you? It's Georgia. Yeah. Um, it's also known as the home of the 1918 lynching rampage. And after what we just seen with the modern day lynching of Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia, I think it is clear that this hatred is still alive and well in this area. Hell, in the whole country. I find it like really, you know, when you hear of a place and it's like, oh, we have the best uh, food, you know, like best mm -hmm. sites. You think Georgia, you think like Alabama, you know, all these things. And you're just like, yeah, that's a racist place. What kind of messed up society is it that we just accept that? Oh, yeah, this place in the South right. is racist. Right. That shit, that's not okay. Yeah, but, right. It's weird. That's really not cool. Well, Kendrick Johnson was a 17-year-old student at Lowndes High School in Valdosta, Georgia. He was into sports and played on the basketball team. He was liked by many of his counterparts. Um, and his mother said he was a loving young man and a talented young man. At around 1.30 p.m. on January 10th, Kendrick is seen on his school surveillance walking into the school gymnasium. There were four cameras in this gym. It was actually the school's smaller gym, um, like kind of like the older gym. Kendrick had planned to stay for a game that was happening, but as 10 p.m. started approaching his mother, just say that weird, appro approach, yeah. approaching, his mother Jackie, of course, began to worry and went out searching for Kendrick. After searching for a couple hours, she calls the police around midnight. Of course, the police brush it off since he is a teen, then tell her to wait it out and he will show up. The next day on January 11th, when Kendrick still has not returned home, Jackie goes to the school in search of her son. And I can't even begin to imagine the panic she's going through right now. She asked the school, have they seen her son? And when was the last time he was in school? And they let her know that he did not come to school that day. And teachers mentioned that he didn't show up for his last classes the day before either. At that point, they check CCTV footage from the school and see that he goes into the smaller gym, also known as the old gym, but never comes out. First off, schools. You're in charge of, a, of this life, this person, who means something to someone. Mm -hmm. And it, it just always amazed me how schools can misplace a student or right. like not be paying attention. 
what the hell are you like what are you for them? also like if my kid misses one class i get a message she's in middle school and i get a message saying she missed one of her classes if not more so how did the mom never get contacted if the school knew he hadn't attended his last classes even my even back in the days of rodriguez if i just decided not to go in they would call mom yeah so why the hell were you not going to school in elementary school because <laughs> i really had social anxiety didn't oh like being God. around people it's a whole thing we're gonna come back to that one day <laughs> around 10 30 a.m on january 11 2013 kendrick's body was discovered inside a vertical rolled up mat in the gymnasium at Lowndes high school his body was discovered by fellow students who had climbed up to the top of a cluster of mats after noticing something white sticking out of the mat. So basically the school had gym mats like for wrestling and cheerleading and they were all rolled up, standing up and some laying on the ground. They were about six feet tall when standing up and three feet wide. So these students noticed that the white thing is a sock immediately upon getting closer to it. They start to realize this is a sock they call a teacher over and pull the mat down and then immediately smell decomposition. They see blood and a human body inside the mat. At that point is when the authorities are called. So hello trauma. Welcome to these kids life because they've just discovered a dead body. Wow. And the students discovered it like mind you at the same time kendrick's mother is trying to figure out what happened to her son how, so how long is this still just next day yeah this is the next day so this is around 10 30 a.m and his mom came to school like first thing in the morning so you can say she's probably there around 9 a.m ish 10 probably same time literally like cleaning people come school right after school that's usually a thing that happens in schools I don't understand why that's not going on or occurring, but this whole situation seems very unpleasant, especially unprofessional mm -hmm. just for like the parent, like you should, there should never be a point in this day and age. I have said this before of cameras, technology, where someone, a person can go under the radar undetected. You said there are four cameras in this gym. Yes. And we're going to get to some of uh information on that as well. Don't you worry. Now, if you're wondering why any kid would be up there on the mats, apparently the school charged for lockers. That was insane to me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pause, but like charge kids for lockers where we live in America. You mean charge parents <laughs> for lockers. But really think about it. If the parent doesn't have money, it's left on the kid. And then that's why these kids are having to figure out another option. So the kids don't have money. So kids get just, money from parents. If parents can't give the money, then that kid just doesn't have a lot. Man, it reminds me of like the school lunch thing, like kids going without because I mean, come on, dude, we got to do better. You're at a place and it's like, you should just feed these kids. And like, man, we have got to do better. Sure. But anywho. So students would hide their shoes inside the mats because they couldn't afford a locker. Another student told investigators that Kendrick shared a pair of Adidas with him and would leave the shoes in the mat when he left the gym. Now, just to add this in to give you an idea, I'm going to say it later, but basically, usually the mats are down. 
but because they had just came back from winter break, the cleaning crew that was there over winter break basically cleaned and folded all the mats up. Okay, so that's why they're all standing up. Normally, they're not hiding them in these standing ones, so that's something to remember. Kendrick's body was found feet upwards and head down. One of his arms was by his side. The other arm was in front of him. The mat was so tight that it looked impossible for a body to even be able to fall into it like that. Kendrick's shoulders were actually wider than the hole of the mat. And his shoes were next to him in the mat behind his knees. So picture him upside down and his shoes are behind his knees. Kind of a weird placement. Um, let's see. And remember, allegedly he dove in for them. There was another pair of shoes and one of the shoes was outside of the mat. So not with him in the mat, outside. And the other shoe was inside the mat under his head on the floor. So like if he's head down, it's below his head, right? But the other shoe is outside of the mat, which is fucking weird to me. If you're going to say he dove in for those shoes, why is one outside of it? So if he was going in for the shoes on the floor, then why is there a pair of shoes behind his knees? Yeah. But that's not the only weird thing about the shoes. So obviously he's upside down and that means all the blood rushed to his head. Anyone that has been upside down knows this happens, right? Like you get that rush. Yeah. And, yeah. So sadly, all the blood drained from his head into a puddle onto the ground. Cause when you die, it leaves the whole blood and, and pus and all that inside of your body leaves the holes of your body. And since he was upside down, it, they came out of his face. Well, that shoe is on top of the puddle of blood with no blood on it on top of the blood so he dived in for the shoe but somehow the shoe is on the puddle of blood that leaked from his face after he died and there's no blood on it that is impossible yeah. given how gravity works yeah um how liquids work stains anything like that um so I'm hearing, uh, what are these called? Holes in this story? Yes. Scientific holes, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. There's factual holes that you can't overlook or, you know, really get past. That sounds like a tampered with crime scene. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. It sounds like they put him in there and then thought, uh, what are we going to say he was doing? And then, oh, put the shoe in there. Because why is the other shoe not in there? put a shoe in there at the bottom because they probably tried to throw it in, but behind his knees and then realized that was dumb. Kids are assholes. Kids on top of a kid raised by a racist family is already He's an asshole, but he was already an asshole just by being kids. They're good kids. Don't get no, me wrong. Kids are assholes. But kids are assholes. Allie's a great kid and she hurts my feelings. Weekly. They haven't learned the right from wrong <laughs> thing yet. And the fact that these kids have so much time by themselves where they're not being chaperoned or monitored, kids are assholes. Give mm -hmm. them devices to be assholes, they'll be an asshole. You hear several stories of bully situations that go wrong, and this kid should have to face. I 100%. I am really bad with this because I'll hear people talk about, well, that's just a child. No, no, that's a murderer. Yeah. You murdered someone. It's just a it, child until they hurt your child. Yeah. My thing is is i think i like to think about it like from the perspective of if it was a loved one because then it's like okay i have a i have a bond here mm -hmm. so but if i still 
would have to come to the conclusion that you murdered somebody. Even though I care for you, I love you, I can't tell this other person who you took someone from. That I can't they reason weren't as with important them. as exactly. you or whatever. Yeah, I agree 100%. I'll still come visit you, but you need to take responsibility for, and I'm scared of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to be, like, even if somehow you get out on parole, it's never, I'm going to be having cops watch. It's, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> oh, um, baby, they're back. It's okay. Yeah, no. Cops. Come, bring back up. I'm scared. <laughs> Y'all monitor them, right? Like, like you're watching them? Yeah. <laughs> An autopsy was conducted by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, and their conclusion stated that Kendrick had died from positional asphyxia, and the case was ruled an accidental death by the Lowndes County investigators. For those wondering, it is also known as postural asphyxia. Sorry. It is a form of asphyxia which occurs when someone's position prevents the person from breathing adequately. People can die from positional asphyxia accidentally when the mouth and nose are blocked or where the chest may be unable to fully expand. They determined he was upside down for approximately 21 hours. Whole day almost. And a horrible way to die if that's how he died. That is sad. So at this point, investigators are saying Kendrick had fallen into the mat while looking for a shoe and died after being unable to get out. They said that after hearing from students that they stored shoes and mats and shared them, and since it was only a few days after winter break, apparently, like I said earlier, the gym had been cleaned and all the mats that were once laying down were now standing up. So Kendrick likely was previously storing the shoes in a mat that was lying down but now couldn't since they were all standing up. And that is why he likely had to try and put them in one that was standing up. Lieutenant Stride Jones, who headed up the investigation for the Lowndes County Sheriff's Office stated, we never had credible information that indicated this was anything other than an accident. So how are you feeling so far, Chris? How do you feel about their hypothesis? What are you thinking? As just from experience as a child, this sounds like one of the bullshit stories I would have come up with for like covering something up. Like, oh, they were just just diving in for shoes and he hurt himself. Accidental, of course. Every child's story, it's funny that they always try to paint it as like an accident. Mm-hmm. When you already did the action, the action's done. It was on purpose. Now you gotta, this is where, this yeah. is where parenting goes bad because some parents, y'all don't, I won't even speak on it because I'm not a part of the parent club. But if I was, I would tell y'all, y'all don't be preparing y'all's kid to take responsibility, responsibility accountability. For the that they do. But I mean, and that's. Then, but then those same kids go on and they're criminals. Yeah. Because you weren't making them be accountable. So they thought they could keep doing this thing and getting away with it. You prepared them poorly. That's why I hate when people say that they hate cancel culture. No, you hate accountability. People should be held accountable for the choices that they make. And those type of mindsets are the ones raising these kids, like you're saying, to not take accountability for their actions. Yes. Um, For example, I thought of this the other day, and this probably will make people mad, but it's something I noticed. Um, It's just the fact that with countries like Germany, Germany, European countries, they, when things in their history go wrong, they have stated this yes and we here in america have an issue of we want to hide it and lie about it yeah, yeah. the or make it like uh yeah that it wasn't happened, that bad but, 
yeah, it's over like now. with the Jew stuff, they and if it's in their museum, they are condemning it. And the Germans, they like condemn it, but they talk about it. They're not trying to whitewash history and things like we do do in this country. We absolutely do. Like, come on, talking about we don't want to teach real history, but sure enough, want to keep statues of confederate heroes yeah confederate flags just things you know but lord forbid we teach real history then no we don't want critical race theory that's too much you're telling too much of the truth speaking of which guys southern pride it's y'all do realize that y'all will say like we're true americans but that goes against america absolutely the union were the good were the americans and it's funny that, right? to me how we're so quick any other race religion culture tries to come against us and we're quick to condemn them and to hate them yet when it's the confederacy oh that's history oh that my uncle searched and your uncle was wrong boo boo sorry to tell you he was wrong anywho let's move on my thing is, why would anyone dive into something that they can clearly tell is taller yeah. than them? What did he think if he did that? What was he thinking? How was he thinking he would get out? You can't convince me that that was something that really that happened in that way. Mm-hmm. With no foul play or anything like that, no outside force. No one does things like that. No. No one does. You'd call like someone that. for help. Can you come help me get this down? My shoe is stuck. It was during class. It's 1.30. This is a mat. Mm-hmm. Can be moved. Absolutely. So me personally, if I was going to try to do that, I would just tip it over. Yes. Right? Common sense. And right there. That's anyone would do that. Absolutely. I no don't. one's trying to ever. Now, like... If it was like it fell on him, maybe like in that way mm-hmm. hurt him. I'd be like, okay. But he definitely did not dive in that. Right. What the fuck kind of way? How, how, what possible way could he have done this? Or by why? Himself? Like, what he, it's literally taller than he would be able to see. This is taller than me. I'm going to get stuck. I don't buy it either. Now, like any concerned and hurt family, especially a black family, knowing the history of how black people's cases are handled, Kendrick's family questioned their hypothesis. And unsatisfied with the results of the investigation, the family hired their own independent autopsy. And it was conducted by William R. Anderson with Forensic Dimensions in Heathrow, Florida on June 15, 2013. Anderson said that his findings indicated traces of blunt force trauma to the right neck and soft tissue and suggested the death was not accidental. We'll come back to that a little more in a minute. Another thing is that the mat opening, like I'd said earlier, was measured to be 14 inches, but Kendrick's human shoulders were 19 inches across. So how did he even fit without being rolled up tightly? You remember earlier when we were talking about scientific proof? You see that just don't see y'all. If you bought that or you could buy that, you've never, never done math. You've never scienced i guess and then also too i ask like so you fall in you know you're in trouble you mean to tell me he didn't scream for help anything why did no one hear him scream for help it's 1 30 in the afternoon yeah. i'm see i get the the just image that he fell on his face and so that's why that puddle's there to which you could put a shoe on top of the on top of the puddle 
And like before they moved them or anything like that, like, you know, like they left them there. For oh, right there. And you think they just rolled them up right there. That's mm -hmm. where the, whatever happened, happened. Whatever happened. I assume that that's the way it played out because of the fact that I could see him falling mm -hmm. on his face. And then, you know, mm. still inhumane. That's so just vile. If a person could do that. Yeah, for real. Kids or not, I don't care. I agree. Now, in regards to the crime scene, basically they gave no fucks. They didn't wear any of the crime cover things for their shoes. They didn't tape off the crime scene. So you had kids, teachers, anyone walking right through the crime scene. There were other items like another pair of shoes and a hoodie near the body that were never collected. And Chris, I'm sure you remember us covering the, the Tamala Horsford case. And it just shows time and time again in these situations how the police handle and investigate these cases. Yeah. That's, it's so disrespectful to the scene of a crime. And yeah. the little details, the little minute details that can be found in those environments and situations. Right. Like whose footprints were here. And now we will never know because you've got all these different footprints. Different forensics, things that are now advanced society is supposed to be utilizing to solve things, sciences. And also, we have a 21-hour window for this child's time of death. If we had been able to actually process the scene of crime, it could have made the difference in us knowing when he actually died. And things like that are so infuriating when they do not properly investigate these crimes, especially when it's because they're jumping to conclusions and saying, oh, it was an accident. Yeah, I mean, you did, however, make a really good point in the fact that, and it just goes back to the school's lack of consciousness on this life that they have been entrusted with. Mm -hmm. The fact that if, if we do buy the story, he would have made a noise. There would have been some yeah. type of struggle. There would have been some type of just cry out to which how was no one around to actually hear or even care about this? Right. Why was no one watching? Where's the gym, gym teacher? That's what I'm going to say. The real argument for me here is this, this man, this child's life is on the school. When he missed classes, they didn't go searching for him or contacting his mother or anything like that. They didn't. She had to come to the school the next day. And it wasn't even the school. Then she had to prove why he deserved to be looked for, right? Because they had to go look at the CCTV footage. And while that's happening, the kids are finding his body. The kids. So where is the gym teacher for those kids that got traumatized too? You see, I remember with, was it you or was it Sam? Where mom would like get like threats for truancy and, and stuff that was, like that. Yeah, that was all of us. She was always getting threats for, for truancy, <laughs> which is your kid missing school. And now you may have to pay a fine or you may be fined for this because your, your kid has missed too much school. So in those moments, a school can, you know, really value that this person isn't there. But for 21 hours, this kid has been missing and the school board, he would have missed classes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they're not caring or even knowledgeable or showing any type of decency that this kid is missing. Like, right. hey, um, is everything okay? I don't know. You would think. I mean, she sent her child to school. Yeah. And trusted he would be okay. He died at he school. He didn't come home. Literally. From school. Literally. To me, it's, it, it very much, there's somebody that may have done it. But the responsible party mostly lies in the school and their lack of action. I, I you know, I, I just be thinking, because y'all, schools would be the first ones to call, like, CPS. 
if if things are going on at right. home. Right. Well, not always. Some see schools. Y'all are just it's temperamental. I really don't care for schools personally. I think that I've seen how they fail, and this mm-hmm. just further goes to show me just certain things like that where a school is failing. This is failing this child. You failed him. You should have been. You should have people watching. There should never be a point, even if it's high school and he has to like get to the next class. I can't think of a, of a reason why this kid should be allowed to be anywhere by themselves. Mm-hmm. Especially in today's society where the, the boom in, in youthful suicides has gone up. Yeah. The young are committing suicide more and more each day, suffering from more traumatic experiences. And the fact that this isn't being, like, they're not being watched is just crazy to me. Especially because some of these kids don't get that kind of attention at home. So right. it's like. Yeah, it's really sad. It, the inaction from the school is definitely heartbreaking because it unfortunately did affect someone this time. There was also dried blood smeared on the wall near the map. The blood didn't belong to Kendrick, and they never tried to find out who it did belong to after that. What most gets me about this is they said the gym had been cleaned, so this had to have been new blood, right? Because remember, the gym's just been cleaned. Yeah. Investigators waited six hours from when they found his body to when they actually called the coroner, delaying the coroner's ability to, to determine the time of death. Another thing about that is, is that that actually happens to be illegal per Georgia law. Upon finding a body, a dead body, the coroner is supposed to immediately take possession of the body. That's Georgia law. So the police technically broke the law, yet weren't ever held accountable for it, of course. And the coroner, Bill Watson, said himself it compromised the investigation 100%. Hmm. I just... It never fails to amaze me. I I hear it time and time again. I mean, I've just heard it recent, recently with a um, lady who been a police officer, what, 25 years, yet couldn't tell the difference between a gun and a taser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They can murder and get away with it. So little things like that, I, I assume. It, there's nothing that goes beyond my mind these days when it comes to cops and the power and things that they have in there. A cop could straight up kill someone, say it was self-defense, judge will buy it 10 mm-hmm. times out of one. Yeah. Or they'll get a reduced sentence. Not a not a murder charge. It just sucks because I 100% understand that cops are human. I get that. But when it, when it affects someone's case and finding out what really happened to them, it's easy for a person to be like, oh, they're human and they can't help it until it's your loved one. Because that's what fucking sucks. When it's your loved one who they're just being human caused you to never be able to find the answers to the case. They waited six hours. That could have narrowed down the time that he died. And then we would have known what student, what class was in here at that time. It's just, I don't want to think that's because it's a really tainted uh, viewpoint in this country of like the color thing, but at the same time, it's like, would would you have danced around if this was, you know, 
a different shade if this child was a different shade would you have danced around his life or shown this kind of none you don't care it's not care like this is a a child's life which to me i would be more like urgent in yeah. the fact that a child was killed this is a kid yeah. a youth an innocence like the the next generation is always the one that's going to take over but there is it's not that we want it to be that way it is that way that some people are treated as less important and looked at as less important even in the articles that i looked at to study and research this case they call him a man he was a kid but black kids are always called men when it's in the media compared to when it's called dick house and he's just a boy that was scared he murdered people on May 23rd, 2013, it came out that two paramedics that had arrived to the crime scene had told the investigators after examining the scene that it should be marked off as a homicide scene. The investigators ignored their findings and told them they determined it was an accident. What? The United States Attorney for the Middle District of Georgia, Michael Moore, announced on October 31st, 2013, that the FBI was going to investigate Kendrick's case. So at this point, the FBI realized local police never collected the CCT footage, no, CCTV footage from the school. They didn't go get it from them. They just asked the school nicely to turn it over. So to be clear, first of all, local police never even asked for it. Then when the FBI does ask for it, they're like, hey, whenever you guys get a chance, if you could just bring us that footage, you know, whatever you think is important, we don't need to come get it. I mean, I'm sure you'll be truthful. They had a video surveillance specialist take a look at the CCTV footage the school provided, and he said that the files were not the original copies. He said he could see signs that the footage had been altered and that a number of files were corrupted due to the process of them altering it. He said there is also a piece of time in the footage that is missing. So, like I said earlier, there were four cameras in the gym. One of the cameras recorded until 12.04 p.m. that day, and then nothing again until 1.09 p.m. The second camera recorded until 11.05 a.m. and then didn't come back on until 1.15 p.m. The third camera records until 11.05 a.m., and then picks back up at 1.16 p.m. And the fourth camera records until 12.04 p.m. and then goes back on at 1.09 p.m. Like, come on. How do you explain this as anything other than a fucking cover-up? Yeah, tampering with things, that seems guilty. Like, that seems fishy, skeptical. My mind's already puzzling. My mind's already questioning what's going on here. Like, even if no one killed Kendrick, clearly the school was trying to cover up their negligence. Not negligent as hell. You can't cover it up because of the fact that this this young man died, <laughs> y'all should be put out of business. I'm just saying people should lose licenses, something. I don't know. Now, one little tidbit I'd like to add, because this is a Black-owned podcast. Not sure if you know that, but... You've probably heard more cases about Black people on our podcast than anywhere else, honestly. Um, so because of that, I want to give an example of the African-American experience in this country. 
And I know we have listeners from all over. So I feel it is important to talk about those things that are not usually talked about. After all of this happened to the family, of course, they're feeling hopeless and like they aren't getting anywhere in his case. Because of this, the family and supporters did a protest at the courthouse and all got arrested for civil disobedience. So imagine that. I don't care what color you are. If your family member has been killed and you exercise your right as an American to protest in their name and you get arrested for it. Yeah. Like, wow. It's, it's just really sad because it's like, how long can it go on until it gets to a point where it's just like, like, I hate that, that because in my mind, growing up, I always saw it and I've tried telling this to people, but for some reason, getting people past color is like ridiculous in this country, telling people that I have seen both a white mom and a black father to which in my young mind, I never saw a difference because my white mom could mate and procreate with my black father, meaning that they are not of different species. They are of the same species. Mm-hmm. You cannot procreate with a different creature or different species. That's proven. So they're not different. But every day I am confronted with new things and new just ignorance. Like friends at work. I literally was talking to a dude. And I realized that I couldn't be friends with him the moment that he was like, uh, we were talking about this girl he had just got a number from. And I was like, okay, nice. She's a young, she's a nice looking young lady. He's like, I don't know. I have a really bad experience with black people. And he like goes oh, wow. into a tangent on how black people have done him wrong. But it's like, no, buddy, that's just one person. That's, person like, that's like a person. Right. Why are you, why is the whole group being, and that is what this country has yes. done to blacks. To It's like a, a bad taste on, on this country's mouth, yes. black people. And it's like, but why? We're I, the you same. can't choose your race when no. you come in this world. It is so fucked up that America has literally tainted this image to where it's like, I'm born black and it's like playing hard difficulty on a video game mm-hmm. where you choose a bad setting and it's like, damn, my whole playthrough is fucked. Yeah. Why is that a thing in this country? Can we change that? Is there like, is there a way where people could just be like, oh, well, they're just the same and we could just lose the black people. Yeah. We could lose all of that and just realize, let's start working together. God but you know what, Chris, the question you're asking is one that black people have probably been asking for a long time. Yeah. Martin Luther King pitched it, and, yeah. and people only focus on the fact that he said a white and a black person together. Yeah, what? So it, it's sad. I Not don't... realizing that in those speeches he would throw in like my sick brother, like y'all are family. Yes. You know, like acknowledging that there is a tie here that we all come from the same place. But no, it's a black man. He had a dream. And unfortunately, no matter what you believe, if you are black and this ends up being your situation, you do have to face the realities of what it's like. You know what I mean? Whether you see color or not, you're going to be treated in this way. And this isn't the first time we've covered Tamala's case. Mm -hmm. um, It happens time and time again. So many times. So many times. And the thing in this society is that these people get dehumanized where they're not even human anymore and they're just black. I mean, look at George Floyd. The world felt that was horrible, yet they tried to make it like it was okay because, oh, he's a drug addict. That doesn't change our minds. He's still a person. drug addict is still a person who Like the fuck? Fuck you, dude. But you're right. If you get 
black people get demonized so that it's okay of the maltreatment for them so that that's okay yeah it doesn't make sense and we really have to end that absolutely it's, just, it's 2022 absolutely. are we going to continue in this absolutely thank Gosh. you at this point is when the family requests the second autopsy and basically william anderson he was pretty much high profile he's done some high profile cases it's not like they they got someone good they didn't pick some random non-experienced person they picked somebody that had done a few high profile cases the first thing he found when examining the body is that every organ in kendrick's body had been removed and his body had been filled with newspaper the independent autopsy found that sometime after johnson's body was recovered from the mat and had passed through a funeral home it had been stuffed with newspaper the funeral home that processed the body following the FBI's autopsy stated that they never received Johnson's internal organs from the coroner. The organs were said to have been destroyed through natural process and, and discarded by the prosector before the body was sent back to Valdosta, according to the funeral home owner. And to my understanding, basically the funeral home said they would offer the service for free for the family and basically just decided to have no regard for Kendrick's life and his body and do it the cheapest way possible. Johnson's family filed a complaint with a regulatory body against the funeral home operator, as they should. Yes. A subsequent investigation by the Georgia Secretary of State's office found that the funeral home did not follow best practice and that other material was more acceptable than newspaper. Nonetheless, the investigation cleared the funeral home of any wrongdoing. A spokesperson for the Secretary of State said that the investigation found that the funeral home didn't violate any rules. The Johnson family subsequently filed a civil lawsuit against the funeral home seeking monetary damages. And I think like if you checked out on what we were just saying, check back in, boo boo, because I feel like this approved what we were just saying, the disregard yeah. for black people's lives. Like and then for them to just be like, oh, we, we know that they didn't do what they were supposed to. It's not best practice, but they didn't do anything wrong. Somebody received their family members stuffed with newspaper, bro. Yeah, that doesn't sound right to me. And if it sounds right to you, then you belong in Georgia, obviously. Yeah. That's Straight exactly up. where you belong. You know what? Honestly, how about we just, if y'all can't play nice with other people, I just think that y'all should be segregated into this place. Into <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just don't, I don't see why, because there aren't, like, just like there aren't all bad cops. And why were his organs discarded? That's a, that's... Didn't want us to know Did what really happened? Them? No, they discarded them, meaning they got rid of them. That could... Makes it convenient for you to not be able to check again. Yeah, if anything was punctured or ruptured or anything like that. The examiner also did not agree with the cause of death. He said that the cause of death was blunt force trauma to the back of Kendrick's neck. In 2016, the FBI said it was closing the case, saying it had found insufficient evidence to support federal criminal charges. After extensive investigation into this tragic event, federal investigators determined that there is insufficient evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that someone or some group of people willfully violated Kendrick Johnson's civil rights or committed any other prosecutable federal crimes. Sheriff Ashley Polk, who was not part of the sheriff's office at the time of Johnson's death, 
requested the evidence gathered during the federal probe in April 2019 as a part of his reexamination of the case. But federal investigators initially declined his request. Eventually, after a November 2020 visit by the Johnson family with federal investigators, that request was granted and the Justice Department turned over its investigative material to the Sheriff's Office. That material included grand jury testimony, results from an autopsy conducted by federal authorities, and additional digital evidence. The Sheriff said he spent 15 months reading every page in that file but found that they did not show any criminal action whatsoever. In 2014, news outlets got access to an anonymous email that had been sent to the police from a teenager, dated January 27, 2014. The email claimed that someone had confessed to killing Kendrick. She named four students in this confession. Investigators spoke to the four students and ruled them out very quickly. They even stood in front of a grand jury and nothing came from it. So I'm going to read you guys the email and I'll also put a copy of it on our Instagram page. You guys can take a look at it. It's redacted. So when you hear me say blank, whatever was there was redacted. My best friend was at a party Saturday night with blank and blank was upset about what blank had said to her. So her and my best friend started talking. And by the end of the night, Blank had told my friend everything that the whole nation has been wondering for the past year. She told my friend what really happened to Kendrick Johnson. Blank said that about a little over a year ago, she had sexual intercourse with Kendrick Johnson while she was dating Blank Blank. Blank found out and threatened KJ. KJ told Blank to meet him in the old gym after third block and we, he would have a knife ready. Blank met KJ and killed him. Blank has also been heard admitting to killing KJ more than once over the phone. His brother, Blank, also got drunk at a party on the 4th of July and told many people that Blank killed KJ and that he, Blank, was tired of keeping it a secret. Johnson's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Lowndes County Board of Education, its superintendent, and the principal of Lowndes High School. The suit alleged that Johnson was violently assaulted, severely injured, and suffered great physical pain and mental anguish, and subjected to insult and loss of life on January 10, 2013. The lawsuit alleged that the defendants were negligent and violated Johnson's constitutional right to equal protection based on race. It alleged that the defendants ignored reports that previously Johnson had been repeatedly attacked and harassed by a white student. It alleged that Johnson was attacked on a bus trip 14 months prior to his death. The lawsuit further alleged that another student had a history of provoking and attacking Johnson at school, stating that the provocations took place in the presence of the coaching staff and employees after his mother complained about previous attacks. The suit also alleged that school officials failed to properly monitor the activities of students throughout all areas of the campus and to maintain a properly functioning video surveillance system. And she's not lying, mm -hmm. especially about that last part. Me personally, I would have only included that because it's kind of hard to get them on death when they won't admit that he was killed. But I understand her anguish. The student that Kendrick's mother had complained about many times before was named Brandon Bell. And he had a brother named Brian Bell. And their father happened to be an FBI agent. 
but apparently Brandon Bell was on a bus and on his way to a wrestling tournament the day Kendrick died. The bus left at 12.30 for the tournament, and Kendrick was live on CCTV in the gym at 1.30. The brothers did claim to be friends with Kendrick, but refused to help with the investigation at all. We have not had faith in Lowndes County. We knew what the outcome would be from the very beginning. Kendrick's father, Kenneth Johnson, told CNN, You can't do an investigation with the same investigators who covered it up. They're not going to uncover something that they covered up. That's true. Yeah, it really is. That's 100% true. And heartbreaking when you know you'll never get answers. If if the game is rigged from the beginning, then the people who rigged the game, why would they exploit or show the fact that they... It's at Hello, the source, racism you know I mean? in America. You just asked, you just said something very, very compelling to people who don't believe in racism. The game has been rigged since the beginning. So to act like it doesn't exist is a part of that oppression. It's fucking ridiculous. In January 2015, Johnson's family filed a hundred million civil lawsuit in the Superior Court of DeKalb County against 38 individuals. Respondents include three of Johnson's classmates, two or three respondents are unnamed, and local, state, and federal officials. The school superintendent of Lowndes County, the Valdosta Lowndes County Crime Lab, the police chief of Valdosta, many sheriff's deputies, the city of Valdosta, the state medical examiner, the GBI, and five of its agents, and one FBI agent. The lawsuit alleged that the FBI agent ordered his two sons and a classmate to attack Johnson, that his death was a murder, and that the respondents engaged in a conspiracy to cover up the homicide. Jim Elliott, the Lowndes County attorney, stated that the allegations were unfounded and baseless, and that any response would be made in court. All local Superior Court judges recused themselves from proceeding over the case, preventing the lawsuit from being filed and heard in Lowndes County, citing their close proximity to the accused. Shortly before the lawsuit was filed, U.S. Attorney Michael J. Moore said in a statement that a federal investigation was still open and that the investigation has proven more complicated and taken longer than originally anticipated. After Moore resigned in 2015, the case was transferred to the Northern District of Ohio under U.S. Attorney Stephen Dettelbach. Shortly after receiving the case, Dettelbach also resigned. Despite these resignations, the Department of Justice investigation continues. I understand why, but that's a lot. You couldn't have thought she was going to get the FBI, the county, the city, the, like, if you can't even get them to admit it, you know? But I understand they're hurt, and we would do it for our loved ones, that's for sure. Anyone would. Keep pushing 100% for answers? Absolutely. At least thinking someone will help if if I keep pushing this. But it actually ends up biting them in the butt, and we'll see why here in a minute. In November 2015, the Department of Justice filed a motion in the civil case to intervene and stay the case. The U.S. attorney said allowing evidence discovery in the civil suit to continue would have a chilling effect on the federal investigation, which had expanded into investigating possible obstruction and grand jury witness tampering. 
After the Justice Department's motion was denied, Johnson's parents dismissed their own wrongful death lawsuit, saying that they hoped to refile it after the conclusion of the federal investigation. They were then subsequently sued for more than $850,000 in attorney fees and $1 million in defamation damages. So imagine that asshole suing a victim's parents. Like, I don't care how mad you are, bro. They're hurt. Only in America. Literally. Only in America could this be done. On June 20th, 2016, the Department of Justice announced that they would not be filing any criminal charges related to Johnson's death, stating, after extensive investigation into this tragic event, federal investigators determined that there is insufficient evidence to, pr to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that someone or some group of people willfully violated K Kendrick Johnson's civil rights or committed any other prosecutable federal crimes. On August 10, 2017, Georgia Judge Richard Porter ruled that Johnson's family and their attorney had to pay more than $292,000 in legal fees to the dozens of respondents in their civil suit, writing, testimony shows that they had no evidence to support their claims that the brothers killed Johnson or that any of the other defendants engaged in a conspiracy to conceal the cause or manner of Johnson's death. On March 10, 2021, the case was officially reopened. However, Lowndes County Sheriff Ashley Polk stated that he would not be claiming there was something wrong with the original investigation or that the original investigation's conclusion of an accidental death was wrong. The sheriff also stated he does not consider the case to be a homicide. He further stated that two brothers named in previous legal actions by the Johnsons are not suspects. And that's where we are today. You know, I recently asked this question to someone, and it's because I genuinely have a curiosity, you know, because I'm, I'm just genuinely curious. Growing up in school, you hear about, like, big cases that started off small, they failed a few times, but then they got bumped up to the Supreme Court, and they result in this big change to how things are done. Yes. Like how we got Miranda rights or Brown versus Board. Yes, or even Amber Alert cases and things like that. Yeah. Yes. How have cases that we hear today about policing and things like that, how have they not been bumped up to that level? How are, how are we not continuing to have cases like that go on and yeah. change? It's like policing is the only thing that never changes. I mean, but they have to do Miranda rights now. Like, and that was something that came from. But like, even cases. they, they did do the camera thing, right? They made them start wearing cameras, but they turned them off and some of them don't have them and they make and excuses like funding like, and, or it's just, they could have all of that footage and still this person gets the lightest sentence possible. Right. Well, even with this, they, the FBI is the one that's seen the tape was tampering. How's that not enough evidence? Yeah. For, for just their civil suit to go through you know what i mean and if if the, and if the issue is that you have you think there's something but there isn't enough like you've got the tape but you don't have the smoking gun then be honest tell the family i'm sorry we failed they waited too long and we have nothing else you know be honest instead of because you're right if this family even though it bit them in the ass in a way that never happens to anyone else that because we've seen right the dad on the case that we covered with the the billboards movies were made about him pushing that case he didn't get sued you know you know it, it 
rings true to me now. Now I, I understand. And this is something in our country I don't think people really get. But through it all, just notice that you can't push if you don't have cash. Yeah. You can't continue a case or continue to fight if you don't have the money to do so. This guarantee that the Bell family had had this family continue to push this, he could have continued to, you know, fund, give money for that. Mm-hmm. It would have continued to be a battle and they would have lost because of a lack of resources. Yeah. We even the only them, reason they had the resources is because a pastor got them out. He put money on their books to even get them out there. A pastor was dedicated to this pretty much. And that's why he helped. So it's, it truly shows that there is a divide in this country that goes beyond even what people beyond race. Yeah. The money thing. I've said that time and time again, another case that I very much was interested in the Stephen Avery case. He is a white man, but he's a poor white man. So they ran him through the fucking ground. And that's how it is for any poor person. That's the one thing. That's mm-hmm. why they bring up race. They need us to fight over race. Because if me and you realize we're just as poor as each other and they're screwing us, then we would go against them. Yeah, we, we can't fight these guys. They're And they're, oh my boy, they're rich white. There are poor white people who are just so struck on race and racism that they can't fully see like, oh, wait, we're going through the same problems. Yeah. Hold up. Wait, literally. You're, you're and their excuse well? will be, well, I've been beat up by an officer too. So then you're with us. See, so then that, you agree then with us. That's a scapegoat kind of like thing where it's like, oh, wait, hold up. All the problems that you have though, is this guy right here. He's taking your jobs. He's taking this. He's taking yeah, that. that too. Just, just point out that all the things. That pisses me off. That pisses me off the ignorance. most. Like you are mad at a system that is unfairly the money inequality happens to all of us so the fact that you listen to the people who do that who make the money in unequal and you go off what they say and now you're mad at a a poor person for getting assistance if they were paid accordingly they wouldn't need the assistance but again if they make us fight each other we'll never fight them yeah or push for true equality yes exactly so anywho that is this case this case is fucked they're basically it's it feels like it's going nowhere but at the same time they did open it again into 2021 but as you heard he said that it's not because they think that he didn't say why they opened it it pisses me off we're getting no answers it's just as here's the thing that really gets me they say she has there's no like true um indicators that uh she had no proof against the bells Mm -hmm. but there's even it's even brought up that you know she had mentioned to the school before about you know the bullying and stuff like that yeah which happens in school all the time trust me our little brother was bullied my daughter is being bullied right now by some little asshole he keeps calling her an emo he told her wrist check the other day and i had to ask her what that meant he He's saying it because of suicide, emo kids. I'm like, what a fucking douchebag. I wish I could that? kick that kid's ass. That? Exactly. To my baby, just because she's, I mean, she just likes to wear dark clothes. She's That's a preteen right. that hates life right now. <laughs> but she doesn't like, she's normal. She's an artist. She's a kid. So for this dickhead to bother her every day, and he goes out of his way to call her emo, to bother her, to say rude things. Like, <laughs> I can't stay kids like that. Like, what the I fuck know. is your deal, bro? fucking dicks 
Make sure you guys catch us on the podcast every Friday for Forgotten Fridays. We've got some new content coming out every week. Important that we shed light on cases that don't get the attention because how else will they get them? So don't be shocked when you get some more of these. But of course, we're going to keep up with our missing cases here in Texas as well. Catch us on the Instagram page, Forgotten Fridays Podcast, and follow us on our YouTube page. We'll be uploading some new content there as well. That's all for me. What about you, Chris? I want to go on record to say that life is life. If at any point you got offended or hurt by us talking about a person's life, and how that is not to say that anyone that a life is more valuable than another. It is just to say that this country has shown that at times we can overlook or put less value on certain people's yes. lives. Yes. So it's not to say because I know how how weird people can get with the whole black lives matter. It's like, Oh, what you're saying? White lives don't matter, bro. Get, get out of your mind. We know white lives. Put yourself. Come on now. Exactly. Like we know it's been a thing. Y'all have always mattered. It is all y'all had the best fucking restaurants. Me and Chris are white and black. We've lived both experiences. White people matter. That is never. And the next white person who tells me, Oh, well, we were slaves too at one point. Oh black people. my God. Stop that shit. Oh my Stop God. Stop that shit. Like just be empathetic. It was empathetic. never a color thing, bro. Yeah. Be empathetic. When you, when you get offended or emotional, just always keep empathy. When you're talking to someone, put yourself in their shoes and understand that even if you don't agree, you can understand their hurt, their anguish, their experience. Take the difference out of it. Take the color out of it and just be like, well, if this was my loved one and let's say they didn't get the same treatment that someone else would within six hours, they went missing for 21 hours and the school didn't even take enough courtesy to reach out to the parent or you know look into this further. And there's heavy tampering with this case. You got to take those kind of like facts, just facts into into consideration and apply them to yourself without the difference take the difference out of it and just put yourself in this person's shoes and that is supposed to be the human experience that's what absolutely i want to convey i don't want y'all to think like oh this is a black owned podcast so they're biased it's not bias it's just i understand from that side and perspectrum perspectrum perspective perspective y'all know what i mean yes 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 i like what chris said there is no both sides here uh, for everyone. And we do try to do that. We try to cover, I don't care if your family member is a drug addict. My best friend was a drug addict. And unfortunately it's a reason why she was treated differently and her case wasn't cared about or looked at. So I think more so we just want to cover cases for people who don't get the attention. That's what being, that's what forgotten prize is all about, right? Yeah. The unspoken. Yes. So with that being said, thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.